Hi, everyone, and welcome to VLGA Connect in the weekly newsroom segment with the CEO of the VLGA, Catherine Arndt. Hello, Catherine. Hi, Chris. It's Friday again. Have you recovered from the 100 episode celebrations that we had last week? I'm sure you partied into the, the party night. The party has been going all week. I, I just can't tell you. I'm, I'm, I'm pleased it's Friday and we can move on now from um, the 100 celebration. <laughs> we were just discussing before we uh, started recording, when you look back on, what is it, six months, seven months of doing these things, we actually do look a little bit different after six months in lockdown, don't we? <laughs> We, we do, and I, I must say, perhaps a little more sophisticated than we, we started out, but um, all credit to us, I think, for getting the program off the ground so quickly and, and then tweaking it as we've gone. And now we are up to, what, 100 and something episodes and, and looking very, um, you know, professional, I would say, compared to, um, well, I can speak for myself looking like a deer in the headlight on episode one. <laughs> And also I had a, you know, a San Francisco virtual background. So I'm pleased that we've managed to move on from that. We did get a bit of mail about that at the time, didn't we? We did, absolutely, yes. One of those uh, default uh, Zoom backgrounds. So I'm in my new VLGA Connect studio this week because I've finally got a green screen so that backgrounds work properly, Catherine. And it looks fantastic, Chris, excellent. Thank you. Well, on to the business of the week. Uh, and we had the Caretaker Convention Live panel earlier in the week with a very good attendance. This was a joint collaboration between the VLGA and LG Pro. And despite a few technical hiccups, which goes with the territory, uh, it was a pretty good session. It, it was. And, and I, can I just say, I was very pleased that the VLGA was able to collaborate with LG Pro, Chris, and, and you wearing your other hat, which is, of course, interim CEO LG Pro, and I really look forward to many more such collaborations. The technical hiccup was a little tricky for a moment there, but I thought we uh, managed our way through that, and certainly the audience participation and the questions coming through kept us going. It's always hard when you have a panel of two and you lose the only lawyer on the panel uh, due to a technical <laughs> issue, but I'm very pleased, you know, that Tony made his way back at the end and was able to sum up a few of those key legal questions that the audience had. And full marks to Stephen Cooper from the VLGA for, for assisting while uh, Tony, Tony was absent with his, uh, with his very deep governance knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and what I particularly enjoyed, Catherine, was the opportunity to hear from uh, Jenny Menzies about the origins of Caretaker, those principles that have underpinned why we have this regime in the, in the first place, which do bear uh, repeating and reflecting on. They absolutely do, Chris, and I think if candidates and, and even staff in the sector just really focus or reflect back on those principles and, and adhere to those, then we won't need to search continuously for definitive answers necessarily on all of the things that, you know, someone can and cannot do during the caretaker provisions. And Jenny also offered some reflections on caretaker conventions or um, periods at other levels of government, and of course, at state and federal levels, um, uh, cabinets don't meet um, during the caretaker period. Whereas, of course, in local government, some councils do choose to continue to meet. And we had a really interesting discussion about why that might be, and um, should it, in fact, be the case mm -hmm. where a council has had a term of four years. Um, the date of the uh, the caretaker or the beginning of that caretaker period was 
was known um, well in advance and therefore, you know, how can councillors and councils transact their business over those four years in order to then perhaps um, not have to meet during the caretaker period? Hmm. Yes, I think it does. Uh, it does bear some some reflection, as we did see. There are some different approaches to that issue, and one thing that sort of occurred to me throughout that is the regime now is very principles based, uh, which is the intention of the new legislation. And there is some autonomy uh, amongst councils to determine how they go about their business in uh, in in keeping those principles in mind. There's an example of how you can take a perfectly valid but different approach to an issue. Yeah, look, absolutely. And we, we heard an excellent exa example from Southern Grampians, for example, who talked about, um, you know, why they continue to meet. And it was entirely sensible and appropriate for their council and, and community, whereas other councils have different policies. And I think you're right in terms of the principal space. It's where the sector will take a little time, I imagine, to start to work through, you know, what is principles versus what is prescription. And, um, you know, I think we talked about at the panel the other day to err on the side of caution if it doesn't quite pass the sniff test or, um, as I think I said, you know, if you can find two reasons not to do it, then perhaps it's a good reason not to do that during a caretaker yeah. period. And that principle sort of applies to, uh, to, to some of the things that candidates might be thinking of doing during this uh, this current election campaign. So let's focus on that for a moment. Mm -hmm. Nominations are now open. They opened on the 17th and they're open until the 22nd, which is when the election period actually starts. Uh, I've been uh, cherry picking a few councils on the VEC website to see some of those nominations starting to come through. And there's, there's quite a few people already putting their hand up. Yes, there are. Um, I did note that uh, last night um, also. So, of course, there are lots of questions coming from candidates um, via social media about what they can and cannot do. And again, the advice from the VLGA is to really understand the perception that an activity or an action might in fact create. And we're looking at the elections as being, uh, you know, of course, a fair process, which means that both incumbents or councillors who are re-standing and also candidates from the community who aren't currently councillors do need to have a relatively equal playing field um, in order for that election to be a fair process. So lots of questions around can I use from councillors, can I use, you know, council related material to promote my campaign or not. Now, of course, you really do need to go back to your your own council's uh, election policies in regard to those things, but there's also guidelines from local government, Victoria, the inspectorate and the VEC. There are indeed. So that, that bears uh, thinking about, and I'm sure there'll be more questions as the next few weeks uh, play out. Um, the governance and integrity regulations have pretty much finished their consultation period for the government. So these are important in terms of the induction process for new councils post the election. I know the VLGA has been putting a lot of thought into how it can assist with uh, the induction of new councils. Absolutely. So we're just waiting, of course, uh, the mandatory induction um, content hasn't been um, finalised or released as yet, but the VLGA will be offering induction training for councils and or councillors. And of course, that will go beyond the minimum required mandatory training, similar 
to the candidate information sessions that we ran and had such a great uptake of. I think we, in the end, had over a thousand um, participants in those sessions across probably five months or six months. So we expect and already are seeing a lot of interest from councils for us to run uh, training that will be module based. So councils will be able to cherry pick what induction modules are particularly relevant for their council. So um, all CEOs should have received a letter from me yesterday and please reach out if you want some more information on that. Terrific. And um, I'm sure there'll be opportunities to talk a lot more about the induction process in, in the months ahead. It's Catherine. such an important process for, you know, for new cap, for even for councils that are, have been re-elected, um, just to refresh, get their understanding up to date. We've got a new act, we've got new legislation, lots to get our heads around. Absolutely. All right, we'll leave it there. Great to talk as always. Lots happening around local government and really looking forward to the next few weeks as we get to the pointy end of the, the election cycle. Catherine, have yes. a great week. You too, Chris. See you next week. Catherine Art, the CEO of the VLGA with our weekly newsroom segment here on VLGA Connect.